we are back, baby. <laughs> it has oh been God. a fat second, hasn't it? Do I look any tanner? No, you don't. We did it the last. You time. got used to it. I think are I knew. Are you making fun of my intro? What do you mean? When I clapped and stuff? No. When I was like, we are back, baby? Did you don't like that? No, okay. I was just laughing. But it has been a little bit in last podcast. Oh, wait, I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time since we've done it. But what I was thinking is, I've said how I've been... Um, I almost said some bad, bad word there. I've been... not. I have been neglecting you guys. You know, my That's listeners. A bad word I, gonna say. I was going to say like abusing or just like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I but i've been i last time i said i was going to do a podcast i was gonna get more in the flow of it you know i was yeah. gonna do more of them but then you know life hits you you have a golf tournament you gotta go destroy you know what i yeah, mean yeah you gotta just kill that tournament yeah and then your co-host is gone because she decides to go take a trip and then you know and then <laughs> and then your five-year anniversary comes up today and then you just gotta go see that mo- mm-hmm. new movie old you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's me and bianca's like five year august 11th baby this is gonna come out like with some breaks and tomorrow. cracks in between <laughs> yeah but um, you know we've stayed intact you just gotta kind of put that glue in there when it rips apart you know keep yeah on. actually i'm gonna call you out right now dude this is not ufc related if you want to listen to ufc stuff you're gonna want to fast forward a little bit into this podcast <laughs> but here you go i was because when so we have my grandfather's memorial golf tournament you know because he passed away back in march and now we're we had a like he loved golf and so we went and played in like the scottish links and his local golf course and we just got the whole family together it was, it was like really cool seeing everybody was awesome. but i walk up to go like chip in a putt or whatever and then back in the back i hear one of my um family members ask bianca so how long have you guys been together and then i hear bianca she's like oh five years off and on <laughs> and i'm like this. you heard that yes and i was walking and i was like i was walking and i was like huh. and then <laughs> remembers that dude no but she like why do you have to add the off and on because she was like asking she was like so you guys have been together since high school and (laughs) and college like she kind of was like hesitant and i was like well yeah but like off and on like she made it seem like it was weird that we were together since then why what oh so you you cowered it or whatever and you were like trying to make an issue yeah maybe you shouldn't can you cut that out you'll cut that out what no we're good we're okay okay it's okay no you didn't say anything bad okay did you what did you just say i, just I said that she was making it sound like it was weird that we've been together since I no started. it's not weird at all no is it bad that i said that no okay she some people may it. think that's crazy because some people can barely keep relationships for five years true we've been the together th- than most a lot of newlyweds we know that's actually big time facts. There's a lot of people that get married, like they know each other for two years and they're like, bam. I think there's a dude on the Ultimate Fighter that was married for like two years. Now they have a child and stuff, Yeah, which is sick. The Ultimate yeah. Fighter, this season, I'm so happy they brought it back. I it's been phenomenal. You, that. you never told me that you were I have, that. here's like a hot. And I have, you didn't say anything to me hmm? after hearing that? No, I just brushed it off and just hit 320 yard bombs. <laughs> I just gave you the you fire. You just gave me the freaking fire. But, you know, since it was, since it was last weekend that we had this, I didn't get to watch the Gone versus Lewis, and I didn't want to buy the pay-per-view after the fact. It's like, what's the point of that? Am I right? What's the point? But I did watch the highlights, you know. So many freaking good fights on that card. And I didn't even get to talk about because I did the predictions before Bianca left. I did the predictions for the uh, Hall versus Strickland, and nobody really wants to hear about that. But what I will say is <laughs> I got 100 percent, hundred percentile mm-hmm. on ESPN Pick'em. So I might want to start First listening. Time ever. Um, I won't oh, and then really back to put back. a lot into and then that. It, so in the Strickland, I got 100% on that one. And then I believe I got 98 on... So what are your records now? I got 98 on the um, Derek Lewis gone card. So what does that mean? Am I gonna? Did I take a downfall a little bit? Or am I going to go back to 100% on the cannon or gas? You're probably going to go back to saying, don't listen to me. And you're going to have like the one percentile. So that's not good. But can I have a drink of that? Yeah, sure. You, you are, we have to cover up the sponsors, guys. I can't have a regular water bottle. So you know? this is clear because we don't have sponsors. Yeah, I drove. I'll, dude, I'll go to deep lengths to find Aquafina. That is big time facts. Bianca knows all about that. I won't even go into detail about that. So Kellen is not a fan of Dasani. Kellen is the biggest freaking. Well, you might as well water dump your head in salt water. 
So drink out of the ocean. The is not very good for you, supposedly, because there's sodium in it, and sodium they're actually sponsor. dehydrates you. Watch your mouth. You. They're sponsor. Watch your mouth. <laughs> okay, so we get to Kellen's grandma lives not. She lives in Northern California, and she loves the sunny water. Okay, no, that's no, short no. story. She short. doesn't Long live. Story short. She doesn't live near things. So when you <laughs> want to go to a store, it's like a it's a ways away. So we <laughs> went to three. We went to three stars. Three stores. <laughs> we went to three stores looking for Aquafina. It was our last store we found it. So we went to How Ray's. How long did it take us? Ray's. We told up to like an hour and a half. An hour? It took at least an hour and 20. To get Aquafina. What else were we doing that day, huh? But we had a case of Dasani at the house still. Yeah. Uh, so that's. I'm boyfriend of the year because I drove to Portland. You are. And I got her stuff from okay, a so goodie bag and I got her. And we went to a movie. I, I rented out the whole entire movie theater. It was just us. And then I also got her Dave's chicken, which is, as okay, Chael so Sonnen has said, Dave's hot chicken is the best hot chicken in the Oregon region. Who Be- said that? Chael Sonnen. Remember the UFC guy that I sent you the video? Oh, wa- yeah, you watched the yeah, video? Yeah. yeah. And then Burger King is the second. But I haven't tried which Burger King I've yet. been trying to get him to try Burger King's chicken sandwich because I've tried it and it's good. Okay, well, I love Dave's hot chicken. I've been talking about it a lot. We went there one time like spontaneously, like kind of stumbled upon it before we were getting our toes my done. trip. We were getting our toes done and the guy mentioned it. So we went there and we loved it. And I've been craving it ever since. And I come into Kellen's household today and there's a bag of Dave's hot chicken and a bag of goodies I that he bought me. Yeah. I purposely made her mad beforehand just so she yeah, would be like... Yeah, like he was like being mean over text, so... Yeah. You were like, doesn't matter. Yeah. And then we went to the uh, movie theater with nobody there and we saw that movie old. I'd give it a solid 7.5. negative really? five. So I'd give it a 6.5. No, I'd give it a 7. No, I'd give it a 6.8. I'd give it a 6.7. 6.7. Why don't 6. you just agree 6. with me? Why not just agree with me? Because I, I don't what, think... What it was- gives it the point to doc? Why'd you dock a point to from mine? Because it just deserved that point off. I give it a 6.9. 6.9? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm giving it a 6.6. 6. Huh? I'm giving it a 6.6. 6. Okay, whatever. Okay, well, no, it was kind of sick because we went to a matinee, th- like, showing. There was not a single person in the theater. It was just me and Kel. So it's like he rented it out for me. Basically, or it was I just us it out in the for middle. You. Yeah, it was big time. I like that movie a lot. You guys need to go see it. I've seen the com- because watching UFC, you're gonna watch a lot of the same commercials over and over again. And that's one of them. And it's usually one of them. Yeah, is the trailer to that movie. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's why right. I see. Maybe I think so. I definitely know it's not MLB Network because you get those stupid interviewing ones every time. We're like, oh, hey, Harold. It's Reynolds. on one of them because whenever we watch it, it always comes up. Harold, but- how do you deal with a big show, Mocker Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid but okay. we had a fun day today and kellen is definitely boyfriend of the year for driving all the way to you get me dave's hot all chicken way, it was like half. an hour and a half away surprised me f- for th- with that bianca literally buys everything that we go out and no, get food so it doesn't even matter yeah okay guys you know what i really want to talk about the strickland card i'm not going to talk about it. i'm going to highlight guys the fights that were fantastic on that all right i told you what did i tell you okay I was, I was wrong about a little bit. The Kaikamaka Danny Chavez wasn't crazy, but there were glimpses where it was like, yes, that <laughs> was crazy, that was fire. And Zurgadashev, he was he was good. And like I told you, watch out for Philip Rowe. Grootsmacher versus Rafa Garcia was probably like low-key one of the fights of the year. Like, that was crazy. We had, okay, pound for pound, the, if you guys watch that, Chris Grootsmacher versus Rafa Garcia, that was crazy. Grootsmacher gets dropped early. I love how we're talking about a fight from like two weeks ago that nobody remembers. <laughs> but you guys have to remember this, okay? Grootsmacher walks down Rafa Garcia and gets that dub. He has a chain of iron. And after losing to um, Alexander Hernandez, who actually just got a fight, um, that dude, this is chris grushmacher i'm forever gonna watch his fights because he's an absolute stud and then after that we got jason witt versus barb brian barbarena which is i typed this down on my phone because at the end of the year i'm gonna do awards for fights of the year brian barbarena versus jason witt it is this fight i don't know if people have been hyping this up i feel like people are just glossing over this because it wasn't like a big time fight but Jason Witt and Brian Barberena has been a fight that I've never got on my feet and started busting up laughing in a fight. Laughing? Brian Barberena. Why laughing? Because 
these guys are going after it. Brian Barberina, he gets dropped, okay? He gets taken down. Jason Witt's a phenomenal wrestler, like phenomenal. But then Brian Barberina, he's a freaking zombie. He'll he's he's kind of just like Grusmacher. He's gonna walk you down and he's gonna get his shots off. And then like it was crazy because Jason Witt was on all fours and Brian Barberina just throwing haymakers at him. And I thought the fight was gonna get finished. And then at one point, Jason Witt is so tired they're both exhausted and jason witt he gets his tooth piece he gets his mouthpiece knocked out and brian Marina keeps bombarding him but jason witt is so like a he's so like they're low-key just gassed out he goes and like tries to pick up his mouthpiece and brian's still like trying to attack him like it was like the the ref isn't like stopping no it was no it was just ridiculous it was just an absolute firework show till the very end brian barbarina is never out of a fight and it was totally gave me um it made me think about the uh i don't know if you guys remember but the spike carlisle when he walked around i know i feel like freaking jimmy g right now at a (laughs) press conference god dang I just have this house is a sauna, okay? Yeah, okay, I think you also have got kind of a perspiration issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, you know, Jimmy G at all of his press conferences, he's always like, okay, yep. He's always like wiping his forehead and stuff. But I do. I've got insane perspiration problems. Um, <laughs> I look like an apps. I when I like go to like the Oregon State Recreation Center and just do go on my. Uh, my zero runner thing because my knees and my feet are obliterated and i'm 20 years old which is fantastic um stretch kids if you're doing cross country stretch because you're gonna save your life or i just have bad genetics so you know whatever um (laughs) you're so i do i think i i'm we've already covered how injury prone i am i'll do bands and blow out my rotator cuff and that's supposed to (laughs) that's supposed to rehab you really really like what's the word sometimes i'll wake up no, with an like injury i've thought think about that you had an injury <laughs> like you you think that you have i'll everything. wake up i'll be thinking like that that would suck to have this i'll wake up and be like oh i think i have it maybe actually. i, I think it. i got it overnight <laughs> i slept wrong like oh. that's literally what's it a hypochondriac yes hypochondriac yeah. i think it's all okay. in your head is it really hot <laughs> it's not it's really freaking hot. i'm actually not hot at all she's a hot oh my god she's so hot like it's insane yeah i am no 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 but brian barbarade versus jason witt you guys cannot forget okay that that's fight of the year it was like the spike carlisle versus uh spike carlisle versus um the billy quarantillo where spike walked away at the end of the round and billy just swacks him upside the head and gets a knockdown crazy crazy shit crazy shit man and then (laughs) what i was gonna say here this is all the whole reason why i'm trying to talk about that sean strickland thing is that there's this man by the name of melsic bagdasarian okay he has got to fight somebody by the name of Ilya Taporia. it would just be such a fantastic fight like i'm not just like saying this just because it's just like the gun melsic is phenomenal striker and the guy he fought Colin Anglin is actually kind of good he got him to the ground but Melsic got straight back up to his feet and he has like he said in his post-fight press conference he has many guns he has lots of guns, many guns. he is the gun he has he meant to say like weapons I think yeah, I have many weapons but he says like I have lots of guns <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever dude yeah, that's funny. yeah and he's an absolute flamethrower because he'll throw you like spinning techniques he throws absolute bombs like yeah it's crazy like heat seeking missiles that are meant to dis like disform your face Mm -hmm. it is crazy i wish that you could have saw it i think you were gone i wish i could have too. but overall there have been so many good fight nights like the underrated ones like people have to tune in like cheyenne bays came back after this one after getting beat by monsterot like that crazy head kick that was phenomenal but then sean you know jaren gooden actually got on the board the uh the chain (laughs) choo-choo i meant to say choo-choo bro um he's an absolute beast he knocked out stolza um it was good to see him get a win because he hasn't yet because he lost to um i think it was it alan joban let me see no 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 he lost to um one of the nermogamedovs and then uh i think it yeah, it was Alan Joban, and then he lost to Abubakar. That's right. Those are tough fights, though, you know. But Sean Strickland, dude, 
everybody i feel like there were so many people counting him out we're gonna be covering we're covering basically like the past month of fights Damn. basically which is crazy but okay. sean strickland i knew he was gonna get that dub there i didn't want to make like an insane prediction just because uriah hall is so dangerous but that jab like i said that's gonna be a problem for everybody in the division and he's so tough like and as 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 much as people like want to hate on him, like he's 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 a funny dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's his own kind of character. I don't think you've got to see him much talk, but he's interesting, and I like it. I like it a lot because he's not afraid to be himself. Like it's just he's so he's so <laughs> much fun to listen to because he just will say whatever is on his mind. Like it's genuine. People, I feel like a lot of guys are just like, yeah, I'm gonna be real with you, be straight. But like if he actually saw people saw someone in the street that was talking crap like he's gonna be that he's mm-hmm. that guy that will actually like smack you upside the head he's not guy. gonna walk you're not that guy you're not that guy Paul. but i he's gonna he's i'm making an early prediction right now i think um luke rockhold's gonna have an absolutely big issue with sean strickland they're gonna be fighting you know the you know who luke rockhold is you've seen luke rockhold on so. mike sports yeah yeah he's the he's the dude oh, that i showed yeah. you that kind of has difficulty speaking yeah. sometimes because he doesn't know what to and say all said, the time like yeah <laughs> he has so many funny he's like you're a little i'm gonna make you my Do you, remember? <laughs> like, you have to, i have to like find that somewhere because there's a hilarious interview where he's and that clip is so funny he's like i'm gonna make you my he like doesn't say he like can't say it like he feels bad or like it's yeah. like stopping him from saying he's it. he's freaking hilarious and then also so that's basically done with that there's just there's some absolute beast modes on that card melsic you have to watch out for him bagdasarian is so unbelievably good and then um brian barbarina also like because because i said brian barbarina is gonna have performance of the night okay but he actually lost but i think that you can still have performance <laughs> of the night lost. even though you lost <laughs> yeah yeah uh that was fantastic dude that was such a good card all right now babies i have to say something right now that dude that um sean brady versus kevin lee fight that keeps falling out but now you're getting d rod and kevin lee your uncle's fighting bro d rod daniel rodriguez he looks like your uncle a lot more now too craziness because daniel rodriguez bro even though he fought a newcomer into the ufc he's beat like mike perry I mean, and what's his name? Like, Kevin Lee doesn't know what weight class to be at at 155 or 170 because his build is just so interesting because he's, like, really buff, but he just would really benefit from a weight class in the middle because mm-hmm. 55 is a tough, and 170 is, like, there's some big dudes up there. And D-Rod's takedown defense is so good, so I have no idea who's going to win this fight because I believe there, if Kevin Lee can't get this fight to the ground, bro, D-Rod throws boppers like he might not hit you with like 100 percent power all the time but he's gonna pepper you and that guy that he fought that preston i think parsons or something he was a good fighter because he was really tough but he and kevin lee is gonna be actually a pretty good step a like step like a pretty good challenge for d-rod but like i'm so pumped for this fight because daniel rodriguez i feel like he's really underrated and then a few more wins and he's gonna be right up there like in talks because he's still like decently young and if his take down defense like i said can hold up in that welterweight division he's in for a good ride at welterweight i really like him because his stand-up is so clean and he's like not scared of anybody like legit because it's so weird because i've mentioned this before on a podcast where like guys like mike perry and stuff like they seem really scary but then like you when you match him up with like a guy like daniel rodriguez who's mm-hmm. like not scared of you like whatsoever like it's just so interesting to me because you have these killers but then there's like guys that are just as bad as you you know what i mean it's just like kind of sick of like the balance because like some of these yeah, dudes think yeah. they're absolutely like world beaters and then True. you like match him up with another dude that's like bro i'm not and fucking then they're just like average. i'm not fucking scared of you bro and then the, like you'll get your ass handed mm-hmm. to you it's kind of cool no yeah. i like it yeah they need that mm-hmm but I'm just, like, kind of concerned. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Is like, with the UFC becoming more mainstream, like, there's, like, so many guys, I feel like, that are, like, they feel like they're, like, oh, yeah, dude, like, I could, like the shit. I could, I'm tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, there's so many guys, people out there that have, like, I seriously have done probably five classes of jujitsu, and I've realized that fighting or doing any of that is not for me. <laughs> Because I used to, like, do something sparring sparring with my friends and stuff. And they would kick. Well, one of my friends would kick me. And I just would sit down and say, what's enough for that round? Wow. So I like how you can't take it, but you dish it, huh? 
with your friends and everything you like to you like to dish it out but then if they start getting a little too tough on you you're like oh. mm-hmm. bianca thinks it's okay to just bop me with the rings on <laughs> and it hurts <laughs> really bad hey, you have rings on too now yeah i got this sick ring from hawaii you know i got it for him wrong size though what do you expect always a complication here from bianca it was an early anniversary gift sure it was sure it was there's so many good fights that got announced but yeah dude like i keep saying like a lot i keep i'm being really conscious you know about my communication skills because people are listening and it gets annoying you know about what if we if i keep repeating the same word yeah yeah good job that sucks that you have to think that way though why (laughs) every conversation is almost a little interview for me yeah no and i fear that with you when you're talking to people i'm like he's viewing this as an interview actually i can tell hey work you work on your conversation and it's good it works for you though because you have like social skills that are Better. I mean, some wow, wow, wow. I'm okay. just kidding. You just are on the spectrum a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wow, man. We'll get to some of the more newly announced fights later, but I kind of want to. We will, since. Thanks for the love. You know, I. I um I released that podcast earlier and it was one of the, it did really well i did it earlier in the week and this one's gonna be later in the week so we'll just get back on the earlier <laughs> week like, we'll get back on the earlier so ideas uh, on love but we'll get back on the earlier schedule uh next week i guess you know you know you know so how much <laughs> we got left of this dude we've only been talking for 20 minutes man i just kidding <laughs> i hate you um i'm the worst yes i know after all the things I do for you, I you know. know. I'm, kidding. I I'm just you. kidding. I love you. Guys, UFC, I never got a chance to talk about this. I knew from the get go, Cyril Gone is just ooh, more Get-go. well. <laughs> what did you just say? From the get go? <laughs> like the get go, like the animal get go, like a lizard get go. Like Geico? Like Geico insurance get go. Wow. <laughs> Alright, guys. Serial gun. You know what would be fun? If I printed out emojis and told you the emoji and then tried to see if you could guess the fighter based on, like, a couple emojis. Okay. Because, like, there's a bowl of cereal and a squirt gun and, like, cereal gun. Like, get it? <laughs> I told Kellen that we should do a segment where we find people. <laughs> like, we... <laughs> Dude, yeah, we fight people on the street. No, do the like, new girl episode. We, we take UFC uh, fighters and we s- zoom in like Mr. on photos. Winston. Mr. Winston. Screenshot their tattoos and I have to guess whose tattoo they belong to. You know how difficult that is? You don't know half there the people on the people roster. with really distinct tattoos. Like the huge lion. I'm going to show you the Conor McGregor one and the McGregor the one on easiest. his belly. Dude, are you all right, man? Are you good? No. Like you're mean. Are you good? You mean weird. You're good. You're all right. Okay. Serial <laughs> gone. We knew this. Really good footwork. We can pick you apart that is from the, the outside. The only Great fighter guy. that you could literally use an emoji for. What do you mean? Who else? Give me another example. Is there is there this emoji? Is there like a West Coast emoji? Nope. Is there like this emoji? No. Nope. Are there any like gang sign emojis? Why? Like Nate Diaz, you know, you could do like stocked in, that you know. Could be like, anybody anyone <laughs> with a gang signer okay i'll give you an irish flag who's that connor oh see this game but would i work. can name like 20 irish fighters could you now could you know like could you know like could you know like what could you know i don't know name an irish fighter <laughs> joe duffy i couldn't even name a, a couple irish fighters you probably could if you really thought about it oh uh i mean there's that one dude freaking but he's not even in the ufc yet that copies him what's his name i forget i don't it doesn't even matter okay, oh wait i do continue all right serial gun bro so are we on the card yet like the current card no that's the gaslam cannoneer that's coming up are we doing that this yeah episode? of course we should probably do that why i want to talk a little bit about the gong card because it was absolute psycho oh. song Yudong. what did i say i didn't say anything you guys didn't make here i didn't make a podcast but if i would have said song Yudong was gonna get that Dub over Casey <laughs> Kenny, man, because Song Yudong is an absolute beast. He ran into Kyler Phillips, who's a st- he ran into a couple MMA lab beasts, man, and he got past him. 
Apparently, there's been a couple like people were a little iffy on some of some recent fights, you know, because I think the Rafael Fazee versus Bobby Green, there was some controversy there. I thought Fazeev is an absolute killer, but Bobby Green, he's he's that was one of the fights of the century because Bobby Green, he will put up a fight against anybody. He gave a future champion a tough test because Rafael Fazeev is an absolute savage. Um, savage. It was cool to see Alonzo Metafield um, get a dub. Manel Cap. I was really ha- happy to see Manel Cap get a um, W because he's had some really tough fights. Like right out of the shoot, he had to fight. Um, I think it was Alejandro Pantoja. And then he also had to fight that Marcello Rojo guy or something. Or no, was it not Rojo? It was uh, Nicolau. Yeah, Matias Nicolau. There was a couple guys. There's that Rafa Garcia, Matias Nicolau, and Mar- Marcelo Rojo, who's actually going to be fighting. Who's, Mar- who's Marcelo fighting again? It is uh, Jonathan Martinez. He's stepping in for uh, Nathaniel Wood, which is actually kind of sick mm-hmm. um but well, what the hell was i saying dude <laughs> i get completely lost in the moment you're a dork oh i was talking about manel cap man yeah manel cap he it was like i said he got kind of thrown to the wolves r- really early in his uc career so it was cool to see him get a dub over a tough Odie osborne who knocked out his last opponent i'm pretty sure like out cold yeah jerome rivera yeah that was a devastator knockout yeah he's so good his striking is phenomenal but i think his downfall a little bit is just his uh you know his freaking um (laughs) output is sometimes lower than his opponents but his skill levels like right there with everybody and he is absolutely fantastic um miles johns gets that dub um johnny munoz he got a dub but the main the main juice man that i really want to talk about jose aldo he is an ageless wonder, and there's there's going to be some serious issues there at the bantamweight division because, like, I would love, absolutely love to see a Jose Aldo versus, like, give him, give him Dillashaw. <laughs> give TJ Dillashaw. The fact that TJ Dillashaw jumped Corey Sanhagen in the rankings is so dumb. Corey Sanhagen won that fight, bro. Fight me about it. Fight me. Corey Sanhagen won that fight. How frustrating is that for Corey? But we're not even going to go back that far. You want to know why? Because we're going to stay right here in the moment. Because I keep absolutely backtracking so far back into the past. Because I just, you know, Bianca just decides that she can just go on vacations and complain, you know. Yeah. It's okay. Don't be mean. Don't be nice to me now, man. (laughs) Jose Aldo. He's going to get a title shot again. I mean, there's going to be nobody there's going to be nobody out there to take him out. <laughs> because he can do it all. He can do absolutely everything. He's going to grapple and he's going to kick you, absolutely destroy so your leg. So much he can do. And Sean O'Malley's talking about how I was listening to Timbo Sugar Show is a fantastic podcast. I I liked <sighs> I like Tim Welsh, but you know like Sean O'Malley, you know. He's a cool guy. Definitely a cool guy. I like their humor. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. I don't know if I think he's biting off a little more than he can chew there with Jose because, you know, uh, Sean O'Malley, if I wasn't mistaken, even though there was a lot of output on Chris Moutinho, he was huffing and puffing in that second round. And, you know, you can't be doing that against a former world champion Yeah, that has felt 145ers. He's fought Conor McGregor. Yeah. So there's... He's not scared of Sean O'Malley. No, Sean O'Malley probably could go tit for tat with him, like on the feet. But as soon as they start to mix it up on the ground, Jose Aldo is a tank, and you're not going to take Jose Aldo down. He's like some of the best, like takedown defense in UFC history. So he bantamweight, like I said, it's it, it's really stacked. But there's a definite door there where you're going to have some trouble breaking into that like top five because like I, like Jose Aldo, Rob Font, Corey Sanhagen, TJ Dillashaw, that's tough. But then after that, you got like Marlon Marais, Cody Garbrandt, Pedro Munoz. Like those guys are going to have a difficult time cracking into that top five, even though it's like super deep. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. super talented. But in order to like fist your way back into that that title picture, it's going to take a big time win. So that's that. And then we got to talk about this right now. Vicente Luque, he's got to get his rematch versus Leon Edwards because Vicente Luque beat 
somebody that we thought was unstoppable on the ground in um, Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa, he is a problem when he gets your back, but it doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because Vicente Luque is going to slip in that mother freaking Darce like he did to uh, like he did to Tyrone Woodley after he cracked him. I think that's back-to-back. Is that back-to-back Darces? You betcha it is right now. Michael Chiesa, <laughs> you know how hard it is to submit that man? I guarantee there is zero people on planet Earth that predicted a Vicente Luque submission. Mm-hmm. I d- highly doubt it. Do you agree with me on that? I so do. Do you still agree with I me on that? I so agree. You freaking agree with me on that? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Who's your favorite fighter in the UFC right now? Robert Whitaker. R- Robert Lala. <laughs> Robert Whitaker. I don't know. I like him a lot, but I also is Robert feel Whitaker like gonna beat Israel Adesanya? He better be. Yeah, he is. By what? Via what? Via knockout. Who's your second favorite fighter of the UFC? Um, I'm gonna. Th- say that it's i don't know i like moreno I brandon like, yes i watched his food truck diaries the sweetest guy ever really yeah <laughs> i, I want to watch it. you have to show me it there was one part in the interview that was absolutely like adorable because he was talking to, um he says uh, brandon shop said something along the lines of you haven't lost sense or something like that. And Brandon Marin was like, what is that? <laughs> like, what does that mean? It was so funny. <laughs> like, he's just so adorable. Like, it's so funny, bro. You're so weird. He's like, when's the last... He, you haven't lost sense. And Brandon's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch so it. It so funny. I, it was something along those lines, man. But I need he's to watch the best. That. I don't know who's like my all time, though. Like, I, there's always guys who I like find myself being biased towards. Like, I like them. Mm. when i see them fighting but then i don't like think about them outside yeah. of that i don't know who's your favorite all time all time we'll just like current i guess we'll just say current well i think that i have to go with conor mcgregor because he's the one that got me back into ufc, UFC yeah for sure but like okay that's like everyone so what's your second thing you know i don't know man it's tough there's so many good as of right now the one person that i'm gonna tune in to watch every time like are we talking like max holloway yeah actually but i yeah i was honestly about to say him like legit like if you're talking about guys that i want to watch that are really good because i have tons of little like guys that aren't as known that i'll tune in to watch all the time but Max Holloway is the guy, like, that's must-watch television. Yeah. Because he's a, a legit gamer. He can fight anybody in that 155-pound division. Like, when are we going to realize, guys, that Max Holloway put up a better fight against Dustin Poirier than Conor McGregor in two to- like two appearances? True. Max Holloway is an absolute beast mode. He's going to get that 145-pound belt back after those guys, after those tough coaches battle it out. After those tough coaches see who's the better fighter. Alex Wilkinoxie is going to run through Brian Ortega. I have zero. There's zero part of me that believes that Brian Ortega is going to beat Alexander. Alexander is a. I, that's going to be such a fun fight, though. Because Brian Ortega thinks he's a world beater. Yeah, I'm excited to actually see him fight. Because I've He's a seen fantastic coach, fighter, so. though. He's a fantastic fighter. But I just don't think he has it. I don't think he's going to get past him, dude. I, I just don't see a way. Maybe if you, I dude, he's got. How do you take down Alexander Volkanovsky? Like that just yeah. doesn't happen. I don't know. But Vicente, we got to get that Leon Edwards fight because he's gonna want that back. And there's got to be some new blood in there because I still, I'm the biggest Leon Edwards fan. But you can't barely beat Nate Diaz at the end there and mm-hmm. get a title shot. And then that Kamaru Usman fight, that's gonna be so good because Colby Covington. As much as I don't know, like you, we haven't seen much from Colby I think he's gonna absolutely put it on Kamaru and that's gonna be crazy because Colby I just don't because he's so weird about fights and stuff maybe once he's the champion he's just gonna be like bring on everybody but right now he's kind of in he he, before he got the fight with Kamaru for that like title rematch he was kind of protective of his spot so he didn't want to like pretend but yeah, I don't know. I think his boxing is extremely underrated because his stand-up is absolutely... He doesn't hit... He he does kind of like... 
he's going to populate 50 60 percent mm-hmm. and then he's not going to give you everything he doesn't have one punch knockout power per se but i am so excited to watch him fight because he people love to hate him but it's faint he the pace that he puts on guys is going to be crazy i'm going to be really interested to see if somebody shoots though because if somebody shoots we I I've seen Colby Covington has got taken down before. We saw it with Rafael dos Anjos. I don't know about Kamara. I, I don't think anybody knocked out. You want Colby to lose? Yeah. I don't know why people hate on his boxing so much. Like I don't get it. His stand up's not bad at all. Like his head movement's great. He always has that right hand, like or left hand or whatever, like plastered to his face. He always will pop out the jab. I mean, because people are always so scared of his takedown. I think it's just gonna be another stand up banger. I don't know. I'm just I'm so pumped for that fight. And you got to get, I don't know what, I don't know what I would do. If I was Dana White right now, if you handed me Sente Luque versus Leon Edwards or Leon Edwards versus Jorge Masvidal, I'm looking at who's more deserving at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like obviously Jorge is going to draw a lot of eyes and that Leon Edwards fight is massive. It's going to make you a ton of money. But at the same time, Vicente Luque's done everything that you have to to get a title shot, and I think that it's right to give that rematch. Even because let's face it, dude, I don't think Jorge's gonna get Leon out of there, and then Leon needs like a legit test. And Vicente Luque's proven to be just a absolutely beast mode, well rounded fighter. Yeah. So like he could he defend a takedown like basically. I think Michael Chiesa could go tit for tat on the ground with anybody in that division, and he grapples with freaking Gilbert Burns, dude. So he's re- he's ready for that. Anybody that gets the belt is in extreme danger against Vicente Luque, especially on the feet, because I will give Vicente Luque the edge on the feet against basically everybody in that division. He's improved so much because like he got in that war with Mike Perry, and he has fought like Randy Rubai Brown, and then he's went in there against Harm Woodley, and now Michael Chiesa. Like, He's put together a f- fantastic resume, and he's fought some absolute killers, and he's not even 30 years old yet. So he, you're looking at the future of the division right now, and he got that. He also got that really good um, uh, win versus Nico Price. And after that, Stephen Wonder, well, Wonderboy Thompson, he's now on that four-fight win streak, and I think he's improved so freaking much in such a short amount of time. And that's a scary proposition for anybody in the welterweight division. Okay, I'm done with that car, dude. <laughs> so good like i was so upset that i missed it but at the same time what are you gonna do it, family over everything oh hannah oh hannah tisha yet. torres too she's an absolute tornado what my my dude my dad has been going crazy getting these crazy shirts i got like this one that says touchdown with the um the guy hitting a home run like a baseball bat it says touchdown and then he got me this one that has an owl on it it's like superb owl like super bowl and then he got me one that's like can you show me these i want to see they're in the dirty i'm I'm washing them right now but yeah where'd he get the zero gone dude interim champ he's gonna beat francis gone i'm calling it right now what did you say (laughs) it's like this random website where they just like you order they just print them for you they're not like pre-made or anything and so it takes a while oh he got me a houston asterisk one which is beast that's so nice yeah it's freaking sick dude i'm pumped about it big time all right let's get on to this jazz i'm only gonna highlight a few fights because i can tell bianca is just losing her absolute marbles right now no i'm not i'm not dude i just know when people like to listen they always like the shorter episodes i feel like yeah we're only at 38 yeah like that's a good length yeah for sure okay getting into this right now you got we're gonna see abdul razak al hassan he's an absolute beast hopefully he's got his cardio down he's going to be a problem i think that he's he's moving up to middleweight i think that's good for him but he's got to get that cardio intact because he got absolutely obliterated by malcoon in his last time out but i think he's gonna get that dub here and now i'm gonna give you guys the fight that you have to watch roosevelt roberts you have to watch this it's gonna be free on prelims or probably maybe hopefully i don't know it could be on espn plus but roosevelt roberts okay Roosevelt Roberts has had a tough time in his last time out against Kevin Kroom. It was that no decision. And then he also got armbarred, I think, by Jim Miller. Was that was that what happened? Let me check. Um, he's a scrapper, though. He's Yeah, because I watched his first fight when he beat um, Brock Weaver. He's a, he's a scrapper. He's going to throw hands at you, and he's kind of a beast. Like, he, 
he like he's just kind of one of those dudes like Danny Rodriguez or uh, Rodriguez who's gonna he just kind of throws hands. He's just like kind of that not your stereotypical like mixed martial artist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just kind of a scrapper. And then you get Ignacio Bahamondas who lost his UFC debut against um, John McDessie. John McDessie's a beast. But Ignacio, I think he's like six three, bro, and he's a lightweight. So he's like Philip Rowe, like we had um, on the Strickland card. So he's absolute. He's huge, and he has length for absolute days. So this is going to be an absolute banger. And I'm gonna look for Ignacio to get his first dub here because he's so young still, and um, I just really like his story. I think he came over from where was it? Um, some like oh it's chile i think and he came to the united states like you just kind of root for those guys that just they're so young and then they just kind of send it you know what i mean like that would be so terrifying i couldn't even imagine i'm like 20 right now and i couldn't imagine like getting an internship and moving to a different state let alone a different country just to like go chase your dream like that's crazy so props to him so i'm really looking when i saw that on their car on the card i was like yes sir ignacio bajamondas he looks like a freak show in there for his length and size at that 155 pound division is just ridiculous and then we've got uh liana jejua who's a fellow Georgian going to be taking on Courtney Casey. It's going to be a good one. We got our boy Clay Guida. Clay Guida kind of, um, he, he beat Michael Johnson his last time and he just was a relentless wrestling. So I really want him to get a dub here. He's the epitome of what UFC is. I've said that every single time. He's going to be fighting Marco Madsen. And then Luis Saldana is fighting Austin Lingo. That's going to be a good one. But let's just kind of, William Knight is fighting. William Knight kind of had a tough loss in his last time out. But you know what? That's okay. Because Dao Jung is kind of a savage. Who's Dao Jung actually? Dao Jung just got a fight. I think. Um, Dao Jung just got a fight. Versus, oh, it's a... Oh, that's Jun Young Park. My bad. Guys, I got the names kind of confused. Dao Jung, Jun Young Park. My bad. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? William Knight, dude. He's a tank of a human being. And I think he's going to get a knockout here against Fabian, uh, Fabio Charant. But who knows? You want to know? Because mm-hmm. Fabio is, he kind of is a sad. I think he lost his first fight too. Oh, he's got a Golden State Warriors. Yeah, he lost his uh, UFC debut against Alonzo Menafield. Okay. Both of these guys are going to be hungry, dude. But this is going to be a good fight because William Knight actually has super good cardio for his size. So it's going to be crazy. And then Brian Boomkeller lost to Ricky Simone. Who's who's going to be a 135 pound problem? He's going to be fighting Domingo Pilarte, Brian Boomkiller. I'm going knockout here. And now, what I was going to say is when I was watching that Brandon Moreno thing on his food truck diaries, everybody's talking about that Cody Garbrandt fight. Why are we talking about that? We have guys at the featherweight divi- at the flyweight division who deserve title fights. Who's the last man to beat? Brandon Moreno, that's right, Aljander Pantoja. So if he gets past Brandon Royval, who his last loss was to Brandon Moreno, give this man a title shot. I don't care if it's not going to give you the most money. Make it a co-main, do a title fight with the crazy good freaking, I don't know, <laughs> crazy, crazy freaking, do it on the Nganu versus Cyril Gon card because Aljander Pantoja is so game for anybody. Like, I don't yeah. care. I, don't, I hate all this talk about, bro. We need to have, it's a bit, I understand it's a business, but you have to have the best fighters fighting. That's what you freaking preach. So we're going to have Aljandre Pantoja after he gets this dub. He should be first in line for this freaking fight, dude. He's the number four flyweight in the world. He's he's an absolute beast. He beat Manel Cap um, in his last time out just off pure volume because Manel Cap, like I said, and, um, he's an absolute beast. He was on that gong card. I'm really looking forward to this. Roy Ball versus Aljandre Pantoja. Um, he's freaking baller i don't want that cody garbrandt talk bro put those good flyweights in there give them their exposure that they deserve they've been grinding like you don't just keep that division and just have another guy from a different division move down just because it's a bigger fight cody garbrandt hasn't won he's won like one in his last four or something like that mm-hmm. like don't do that all john did deserves it now moving on to the main event Kelvin Gaslam is going to get this though over Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier is a beast they both of their last losses have come from robert Whitaker. i'm pretty sure right yeah, he lost to Robert Whitaker in his last time out. Kelvin Gastelum lost to Robert Whitaker in the last time out. Who looked better in those Robert Whitaker fights? Kelvin, by far. Kelvin stuck in it. 
Kelvin is not afraid to engage. He pushed to pace the entire time, and I think that Kelvin's going to get this dub. Even though he's lost, what? He's won one in his last five? That doesn't matter because he's fought the best in the division. He had a close fight against Till, close fight against Adesanya. He got kind of, un- it was an unfortunate event when he lost to Jack Hermanson. And then he beat Ian Heinich, who freaking lost to Nasardine Imovov. And now, Nasardine. Now <laughs> no, Robert now that. Robert Whitaker. But this is this is a crazy fight. Jared Cannonier is backed up against the corner. Even dude, honestly, Kelvin Gaslam could lose so many fights, but he's always in him and always has exciting fights. He's yeah, never cool. in any threat. And he's only twenty nine. He has and he has so much time left. So I'm really pumped for this one because Jared Cannonier, like he's an absolute truck, but Kelvin Gaslam can get hit by anybody and he's not going out, dude. So it's you're gonna have to have devise a serious game plan here because <laughs> Kelvin Gaslam is going to be in your face the entire time. And I honestly have faith that he could like crawl his way back into the picture mm-hmm. middleweight because his fight with Israel Adesanya, even though Israel Adesanya has improved a lot since that fight, it's just really interesting. And I would love to see that rematch. So I'm pumped for that. Um, but guys, you know what? We're gonna do a freaking, uh, um, we're going to do a Georgian fighter segment right now. We're doing this right now. Ready? We gotta make, I'm ready. We got to make this fight, guys. Okay. I don't think anybody... Mobstar Vloyev, he beat Hakeem Duwadu. We're going to put Ilya Taporia's undefeated record. We got to go against Mobstar Vloyev. I think that that would be a fantastic fight because Mobstar has concrete in his fist and he can take down basically anybody in the division concrete. and then you put Ilya Taporia. this is a great fight it's the 15th ranked you've um Ilya Taporia's 15th ranked Mavsar Vloyev's 13th I okay. think that it is fantastic one the winner of this fight could jump into the top 10 after a dub easily because I mean you have that Gigi Chikazi versus Edson Barboza at 9 versus 10 and that's a freaking toss up I think this um, Ilya Taporia versus Mavsar Vloyev would be a great test because I'm um, Ilya is great on the ground and he's great on the feet. And same can be said of Mavsar Vloyev. And you get some hype behind it because you've got two guys with undefeated records. Even though they might want to save those a little bit. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think that it would be a fantastic fight between two. You could low key, dude. Low key. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I feel like they're it, really evenly matched. They are evenly matched. Mavsar, he kind of got clipped at the end of that Hakeem Duwadu. Or. Yeah, Hakeem Duwadu fight. And Hakeem, he's actually kind of a stud for sticking in there because he was getting thrown around the ring. Mm-hmm. He was getting thrown around the octagon against Mavsar. I, I, it would just it would just be a fun fight to me. I don't know why because both of these guys are hella, hella exciting. And they're rising stars. Both of them are super young. Man, that Shane Burgos at 14. That's He's at 14. That's crazy. But I would love that fight. I don't think any of them have anything lined up either, dude. And how old's Mo- uh Ilya's twenty four. How old's Mavsar? Mavsar is Mavsar Avloyev. Twenty seven. Just young guns. Make this a co main event. Get these guys the freaking cool. superstardom yeah. that they need. Cool. Make it a co main event for something. Or put them on a main card of some crazy big um That's yeah, that would be good. It would them. be an absolute beast mode card um fight because it's a guaranteed fight of the night. Nothing could go wrong here. You're going to get guys throwing hands or displaying some unreal grappling abilities. So that's my kind of rant. That's my Georgian fighter segment is that'd be a fun <laughs> fight for Elite Sport. He's finally cracked the top 15 and he can honestly be anybody in that top 15 for sure. Like I have faith that he could get past Sadiq Youssef for sure. I think that he could get past Bryce Mitchell. That would be a fantastic fight. Bryce Mitchell is almost unstoppable on the ground. Um, even if you wanted to throw it at him, a Dan Ige fight would be crazy. <laughs> Because if you could, Adam. if you wanted to absolutely propel this kid into superstardom, you could go Dan Ige at number eight there and put him into the top ten. That would be crazy. It would be interesting if Giga and Ilya Taporia fought. I don't know who would win that fight. That would be crazy. That would be cool. Just Georgia represent. It'd be insane. That's my Georgia rant because you gotta always put them in there because they're the best fighters in the UFC for sure. Pound for pound. Pound for pound. <laughs> pound for pound. Okay, I want to get to just really quick, really quick. We're at 49. All right, let's freaking bang these out. Tom Aspinall versus Pavlovich. Aspinall is going to be heavyweight champion very soon. And I'm pumped about the Jonathan Martinez um, that Marcelo Rojo stepping in because I I think 
Marcello, he's going to be fight he when he was fighting Charles Charles Jordan or yeah, Charles Jordan. Charles Jordan actually got a fight versus Lauren Murphy and that's going to be a cracker cracker card, mate. You know, but I'm about to say Jonathan that. Martina, I Martinez, that's going to be a tough test for Marcello, but I think that he could probably get that job. I mean, Jonathan Martinez, I he is his striking is some of the best in the division. And then we also had the Alexander Hernandez versus uh, Leandro Leonardo Santos. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. I'm really, I want to see uh, Alexander Hernandez kind of get his name back in that or get back in the um, picture light, lightweight because he's incredibly skilled and he is kind of fun. Like when we saw that Tiago Moises card or fight when he kind of, they just Moises. stood in the middle and threw, that was fun. And then also that was sick that we got the, um, we got the uh, freaking uh, Edmund Shabazian and Nasruddin Imavov. Nasruddin got that big double versus Ian Heinrich. That's going to be sick. And Edmund's looking to bounce back from his losses um, against uh, was it Brunson and Hermanson. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. I'm not too worried about Golden Boy though. He's both of these guys are super young and they have got tons of time. You know, but the one fight that I was really looking forward to is the Armand Sarukian versus um christos Yagos. christos is actually really good on the ground and but that doesn't really matter because when you're fighting an armand sarukian that's gonna be fucking crazy dude armand sarukian is like when i say man's is gonna be champion without <laughs> any question he's going to be champion he has an eight pack he can he's an eight pack he so automatically champion. automatically champion christos Yagos though he fought my um long lost brother sean soriano and he was actually getting kind of pieced up but then he um took him down he he's like sean couldn't take it stop a takedown and then christos i think got the submission or something like that but any fight you have to have some serious nutsack power to take a fight against armand sarukian <laughs> like that is some big dick energy man okay. because armand is the best yeah armand's the best when you your last name sarukian okay Sarukian? yeah i don't know how he drops oh bro armand sarukian versus rafael faziv would be fucking crazy i'm happy to see faziv in the rankings now that's sick as hell man it's crazy how evenly matched islam makhachev and armand sarukian are yeah. and armand sarukian's 15 and islam's five yeah that's crazy craziness all right that that's doesn't it. add up that's it that's it that's it yeah we got a 52 minute long one that's perfect bro let's freaking get after it the ufc's got so many big things coming i'm so pumped i try to fit so much into this podcast sorry but it's we'll long. do another one so don't stress it so much stuff to talk about yeah all right guys we're gonna hit you with the um nba episode tomorrow with jonah oh nice cool so we're gonna get a couple out there we're just gonna be grinding away all right Thank you guys for listening. Make Thank sure to you. subscribe if you've made it this far. Because we We're really back. we really we really love you guys. We really appreciate the listens, man. And I'm sorry that I haven't been posting a lot, but life's come at us like a freaking rock to the head. Like a rock to All the right, head. Alright, let's go finish the Giants game. Let's get it. Okay, thank you. Bye guys. Thank you so much. You know what? Just keep being you. <laughs>